All right. Uh, how how you boys feeling? I feel pretty good. I just had a refrigerated Swiss roll, and I'm drinking some fucking caffeinated I'm sorry. shit. Let's go. What? Refrigerated Swiss roll, little Debbie. How, wait, how do you caffeinate shit? Oh no, caffeinated drink. It's a caffeinated oh, okay. drink. So <laughs> why did you refrigerate the Swiss roll? Because refrigerated like snacks are really good. Like it firms them up a little bit. It's nice. Yeah, they taste like ice cream. So it doesn't like fall apart in your hand. Actually, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, no, it's real Damn, good. Colin, it you're keeps, a real. It keeps it from looking like you just wiped after eating one. <laughs> <laughs> Well, just wiped poorly. There's a full laugh out of my nose. That hurts. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Um, okay. Well, on that note, let's. Uh, we're going to do the history roll a little different. Um, the no. pe- The people. Let me who... guess. Only Colin rolls. Yeah, basically. Just kidding. Um, two lowest rolls um, will have to. I want you guys to do a summary from the uh, the very beginning. Just a kind of refresher for everybody and a refresher for yourselves to try to figure out what you know lowest. and what you don't know. All right. We're going to have to put a time cap on that because yes. recapping seven I have, episodes. I have a two-minute timer here. All so right. Dice don't fail me now. <laughs> Jesus, I hate it. Three. Ah, oh, nice. Ryan, we in it. I got a two. Oh. I got a six. <laughs> Damn it. So how does how is this going to work? With the the two lowest have to do the recap. How, how, do we switch off or? Um, uh, let's no, have the absolute lowest one. The entire time. Yeah, the absolute lowest one will recap uh, the first iteration of the loop. Uh, the two first minutes, day. Keep it brief. Yes, day one. I just I just I just edited a loop two. I did the art for loop two. Matt, you're killing me. I can't <laughs> hey, do this. Hey, the okay. dice have spoken, Colin. Yeah, man, I, rolled a six. I rolled a two. I should get to do loop two. <laughs> All right, right. Yeah, I'm loop three. <laughs> Two minutes yeah, starts. Ryan, what's going to happen in the next few episodes? Okay, so uh, at the beginning of the story, we were riding a boat. Boat found a shark. Shark bit my leg. Got out of the boat on an island, find a kid. Can't find the kid. Dude never passes up an opportunity to complain about getting bit by a shark. You ever been bit by a shark? It sucks. So can't find the kid? Go into town. Run through the town. Find a cave. Fall down the cave. Big fucking cube. <laughs> Jump through the cube. Let them kill the cube. There's a fountain. I'm a bird? Okay. Big nose dude in a portal. Steal all the shit and the town's on fire. Everything's white. Okay. Yeah, that was like. The best 36 seconds of my life. It sounds like a Mitt Romney ad. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like a coherent Joe Biden speech. Yeah. Oh, God. All right. Ryan, Political second loop. Political jokes on a D&D podcast. <laughs> second loop. We wake up on the beach. We try to convince an obvious dead man to not go die. He refuses. <laughs> we then have a brief argument about the past tense versus present tense of death when discussing his death to his wife. Uh, we then <laughs> go into town, uh, investigate a little bit. I buy bread. Uh, we then decide it would be a great idea to go into the belly of the Mage Lord Beast. Uh, while I am still carrying bread and cult thinks it's a good idea just to imitate the 4D chess man that is the bread man <laughs> in this world. Um, we then, oh, I almost forgot. We like destroy. Forgot about the wet boy. 
it, well, there is some wet boy stuff. We also uh, <laughs> cause a black ooze to devour a man on the beach uh, who is just trying to do his job. We then go back into the major lord. Well, we go back to the major lord place. We try to figure out some stuff. Uh, Locke tries to steal a, a cabinet for some reason. <laughs> Uh, I make a new. F- uh, we decide to uh, go down into the dungeon. I make a new friend. Thirty seconds by, by killing uh, an old friend. <laughs> I make a new friend, literally, and then uh, we find out uh, that the old man that we've seen so far is the kid we're looking for, which uh, Locke called from the get go. And then trying to escape for some reason, uh, we use an octopus uh, to uh, get out of a open door. Uh, nobody's watching us. Um, and then from there, we uh, go to the woods, discover the bandits, make a quick treaty with them, and then everything blows up again. And okay. Pat went back to Warren Laurie and failed his saving throw. That's not what happened. That is not what happened. Yeah, you had him roll like a wisdom save or some shit when the time reset, right? Oh, oh, you're talking about the constitution save that I've been having you guys roll at the end of every single loop. Yeah. I'm assuming to make us age. Uh, you'll see. Oh, God, Uh, Pat's going to be the wet boy. (laughs) I saw that, uh, and I hear, yes, you caught me. You caught me, you clever I mean, I'm cool with being a wet boy. Now, so as you guys all wake up on the beach... Uh, you guys are, uh, first, uh, first of all, you're kind of like, oh, this shit again. This is getting old real quick. Uh, bait, you realize that you do have the egg. The egg is back on your person. Cult, you still have, or you have a gold piece, uh, the gold piece that you had given the bread man back, uh, but you have no <gasps> loaves of bread. Wait a minute. Okay. The, um, after Wait. that, um, upon discovering... My egg. Uh, I'm going to stand up and take a look. I'm guessing, like, they're all laying on the beach there? Uh, yeah, you me. guys are kind of just uh, right on the edge of the water, um, just kind of laying flat on your backs. Uh, when I, I feel have... the egg, I'm going to turn to Locke and say, Locke, do you have those boots? When he turns to me, does he see anything strange about my appearance? Uh, he does not. Okay, good. You are... Uh, Sound of mind and body. Do I have the boots? Correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't we bury those in the back of... Uh, yes. Yeah, they you do buried. not have the boots. Yeah. So oh. I have a quick question. Um, so I'm, I'm having a small brain fart. So when we made the agreement with the bandits about like something we could tell him or give him, what did we... I'm forgetting what we came up so with. So you, uh, Colt, you recall that... Uh, the bandit leader, uh, Masak, <laughs> gave you a little bit of uh, birch bark from his staff. And Do as I you, have that? You, you take a peek into your uh, leopard print bag of holding, and uh, you see a little bit of birch bark. All right, cool, 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 cool. Um, okay. It's so, okay, guys. I have the bark. It's okay. I have the egg. I don't have the boots. Well, you buried them. Frodo would be very disappointed if that were like how the end my axe progress yeah. went. <laughs> <laughs> my bark and my egg, but no boots. So as you guys uh, start to collect yourselves. Um, we should go to the bandits at haste. They are probably preparing as we speak. I think it's safe to assume that wet Byron is still in the dungeons somewhere. So it, it, I doubt that we can do anything to really prevent that from happening unless we sprint into town now. But... 
You can imagine that will probably uh, attract more attention than we'd want. But if we do meet with the bandits, at this point, how can we actually make some progress here? Every time the battle erupts, we're going to get thrown out here. Like, don't get me wrong. I did a kick-ass job in the battle that all our listeners will remember very clearly. But, I mean, we really need to, we nice. really need to have a direction. Well, if we can perhaps stop the fighting from beginning at all, perhaps it'll halt this uh, time wibbly-wobbly thing that seems to be happening. Timey-wimey. Timey-wimey. But uh, maybe perhaps Musak has more answers <laughs> for what might be happening here. Whatever is happening here may be intrinsic to the island. After everything was scattered, the gods have just been kind of floating around as far as I can tell. Whatever Lema is up to, I imagine she's probably at the heart of this. Um, and the mage lords are no friend to, to the gods in the Badlands. I guess we uh, talk to Masak and then... God, I don't know. For the first time in a long time, I have no idea what to do next. Locke, you, uh, you, you left us before the battle. What did you do? Do I remember? Yes, you do. Uh, I returned Byron to his mother and uh, tried to convince her that what the, the old man that she was seeing in front of her was her son. And I think I managed to break through, but then everything reset, and I, I, I don't know. Like, do we? Do, we don't have Byron anymore, right? No, you guys are the yeah. only ones on the I beach. I pat down my pockets, and there's no Byron in them. <laughs> sure. As as you guys, if you look over to your left-hand side, you see the docks where you see the friendship, and you see Cordell and his sailors uh, loading up his ship as well. So I, I, I managed to give them a little bit of time together, but it seems like it was all for nothing. You said that you were able to communicate with Laurie, that whatever is happening to her child is beyond what a typical mage lord may be capable of. Do you think that there's any value in trying to communicate that to her at this point in the day, or would that just be a waste of our time? We don't know how many of these cycles we have. I don't know if she would really make that conclusion without seeing Byron and seeing his clothing being the same as when he went missing. That was really the key, was mm. I, I showed her the shirt that he had been wearing, and... She recognized it as one of his pieces of clothing. So do you just want to go through the whole light the cabinet, light the candle, throw the cabinet, Jerry Octopus thing again? Because that went super great the first time. I mean, I feel like maybe we could just go straight to the uh, the Masak person and then see where that takes us. Yes, maybe we could try and save Cordell quickly. You can try, man. I don't think it's going to work. I'm going to walk over to Cordell. Also, why does Colt want to stop someone from dying? I feel like something about this is connected in some way. And also, we need him. He is the one that is trans... Connected to what? He's tra he's connected to whatever's happening here. And also, we need him for what is to come. He is the one supplying us, or uh, Captain Bubblebutt, with the, the <laughs> stuff that he needs, correct? I'm so glad that's, that's canon! That's 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 true, I suppose. And if, if we do solve this mystery, we need him alive on this loop. There may not be another. That is very true. Okay. Okay, let's go try to convince this man to not kill himself. Question for Matt. 
Yes. Um, I remember it, it took us a while to get from the Mage Lord Keep to Masak's bandit tribe in the woods. Mm-hmm. Um, what, would you say that that bandit camp is far inland, or given Bates' sense of direction, could I say, like, let's just take the boat around the island? You have no idea where the bandit camp is. When you guys I've, had I've uh, left the keep, you guys had gotten to the edge of the woods where you guys had found the bandits who were preparing their ambush uh, on the town. Okay, so we did not find the camp. Correct. I agree. Uh, the shipment is what we came for. Uh, let's secure what we can. We have our ship. I can fly up while we. Uh, you guys can sail. I don't know. We can move faster than we have been in previous cycles. Let's 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 lock down what we need and then find the find Masak. All right, let's do this. Hey, Cordell. So how far away is Cordell? Um, he's maybe like 300, 400 feet down the dock Jesus or uh, down the beach. Christ. Uh, wait, uh, hold on, Cult. I have uh, I have an idea. Tell him that there are sharks in the water. We already know he won't believe you, but go ahead and tell him. I think I can convince him. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was going to destroy his masts, but I, you sure. Let's save that for if Bates' plan doesn't work. Uh, hey. That's the backup. Yeah, least invasive to most invasive. Hey, Cordell. Okay. Uh, you guys uh, go down, walk down the beach to the docks. Uh, Bait walks into the water. Uh, uh, I feel like we should be sprinting. It is 300 feet away. Bait ha- has now swum into the water, so you can't see Bait anymore. Okay. An oily sheen comes to the to the coastlines of this place. Um, <laughs> okay. So Locke and uh, Colt, yes. you guys walk up to the docks. Um, I am Colt? sprinting. Lo- uh, Cordell, you old so-and-so. It's been so long. Uh uh, How's the wife? Lori, right? Do I know you? You don't remember me. Your buddy called. We met at that convention not too long ago. <laughs> um, How's Byron what? doing, your son? I, I, I've never seen you before in my life. Yeah, I, how's Byron what? doing? I'm so confused. <laughs> um, I, how, how do you know so much about my family? I am hurt to my core. You do not remember me, your friend called. <laughs> okay. Um, he he gives you like he raises an eyebrow, um, and you know, kind of takes a couple steps closer and just gives you the up and down, uh, trying to figure oh. out who the hell you really are. Um, and he like takes a step backwards, shakes his head. He's like, "Yeah, I have. Uh, I've never oh, seen well, you before in my life." I did grow up my beard. It's probably confusing you, but we, I think I believe we know each other. A mutual friend, uh, uh, Captain Bubble Brew. We we met not too long ago. Bubble Brew. What uh? What do you know about uh that old scallywag? Ah, uh, you know this and that. He's a a rotund waste of space, but he has his uses. From the water you hear, he's a well developed and fleshed out <laughs> character. <laughs> but anyway, I wanted to tell you something. Give you a bit of a warning. Uh, we just came in from the direction of which you are going, and the seas especially rough and full of sharks. I would be especially wary of what you are about to do. Perhaps save this for another day. Uh, roll persuasion for me. Actually, um, at that moment... Prepare to be... A fin. A fin pokes up out of the water in front of the ship. 
bait is in the water, how does how does he hear all of this? Oh, I'm right next to the ship. I can hear some of the screaming through the Wawa. Um, <laughs> I will I will reveal how in just a moment, but I think you can guess how because a fin pokes up out of the water next to the boat. Okay. I'm doing okay. persuasion here. Yes. So that's a six minus two, four. <laughs> Do I see this fin poking out of the water? Cordell kind of just starts to laugh at Cole, uh slaps the on shoulder and goes to turn around back towards the ship. And that's where uh, the shark fin just comes out of the water and starts uh, kind of swimming around the docks. Yeah, just and the fin. I need to be very clear. Only the fin is popping out. Yep, just the fin. I'm going to point to the fin and be like, look, Cordell, it's a shark. Wow, that's a, that's a 20-footer. That's that's the biggest fucking shark I've ever seen in my life. Okay, hold on, Matt. I'm not going to explain why, but I think I need to roll deception on this. I can you explain yeah, why? Did you explain to the dungeon master? So, <laughs> okay, wild explain shape, to the dungeon master why? All right. So, wild shape even at the level at which I'm running it, I can only shapeshift into something with a max CR of one, and sharks have a CR of two, so I'm actually a dolphin I <laughs> knew my fin out of the dolphin. water, trying to convince him that there's a shark next to his ship. Uh, well, that kind of <laughs> changes everything. Let me, because I'm pretty sure a seasoned sailor would know the difference between a shark and a dolphin. My fingers, my fingers start to glow red hot as I look at the sails. <laughs> I don't know, man. They look pretty much the same. Really? It's canon. What, dolphins and sharks are the Just same? Just for the fin sticking out of the water, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah, that looks spooky as hell. Oh my god, this was a great idea. Uh, send a pic in the Discord, and I, I have to see this. Okay. One you and your fucking animals, Colin? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a shark fin. Okay. This is making for great radio. Yeah, I know. I'm, it's... It's okay. We found our post We're keeping all of it in. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> and that is a dolphin. I mean, I guess. Free. That has admittedly been through some <laughs> shit. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. All right. Fuck it. We roll with it. Yes! Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I'm not going to have you uh, roll deception, though. Okay. So... Um, I, I rolled a very, very poor check on Cordell <laughs> to, uh, to, uh, see the nature of said fin. Um, and between like the, the, um, you know, the kind of stormy waters, um, you know, all the white caps and stuff, it does make it a little difficult to see all the way through. And, uh, he is convinced that, uh, that is indeed a shark. And he says, wow, that's uh, well, basically the same thing I said before. It's the biggest shark I've ever seen. I told you, <laughs> the waters are quite treacherous. Believe me when I say it might be better to wait a day. Well, all right then. Bottle Brew, he hasn't, uh, it's not like he ever uh, stops and says hi to me. He could wait a exactly. day. Exactly, he sucks. Now, I believe your <laughs> wife is looking for you as I point behind me. <laughs> Um, the wife is not there. Damn it. Um, so you're kind of pointing into thin air there. Um, Cordell, uh, yells to all of the ship hands and he yells, Men, we're, uh, unload the ship. We're, uh, we're going to set sail tomorrow. Um, he looks over to, uh, you and Locke and he says, well, uh, remind me again, what, what was your name again? Oh, me. <laughs> How could you forget? My name is 
carved. Why'd you say it like that? <laughs> Says Locke. <laughs> I mean, yeah, uh, that's fine. Um, so he, uh, he's like, okay, well, um, if you don't mind, uh, I'll leave these guys to it, and I am going to go back into town and, uh, I guess, surprise my wife. Uh, oh, I, I'm sure you will find a surprise while you're waiting. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, so he goes to walk away uh, back into town. Um, what is your so next I have a question move? before we go? Sure. Do we know what he is carrying? Do we? It's supposed to be supplies for Bubble Brew, but we don't know what they are, right? What, what, what Bottle Brew said was that they were going to be ships to uh, supplies to reinforce the ship. And uh, each each above board, he's had more. Um, and obviously, Matt, Cordell's your thing. But what we know yes. from previous adventures is it's going to be like metal plating and, you know, wood beam stuff to increase yeah, the other like uh, shipbuilding. Could stuff. I take a, just a quick look at the ship? to see if there is some obvious cause that would just destroy this ship like two minutes after it launches that maybe they've overlooked. If you'd like to, um, would you like to investigate like some of the barrels or the boat? Uh, yeah, I'm going to use, I'm going to turn on my detect magic. I'm going to use that. And then I'm going to give the, when you say turn on, are you going to use the lantern or are you going to ritual oh, cast yes, it? Oh, I do have the lantern. I'm going to take the lantern out and I'm just going to like walk around the ship and the cargo, like just briefly to see if it pings on anything. And okay. also just like if there's um, like a giant hole somewhere, like, oh, there's a big old hole where water's seeping in crazily. Why didn't they see this before? <laughs> okay. Um, you don't detect anything magical, although um, one of the ship hands sees you uh, kind of probing about with the lantern, and he calls out. He says, that's one of them, uh, them mage lord lanterns. How'd you get that? My daddy was a mage lord. He gave it to me. Oh, well, fancy that. And he turns back to his business. You are fancied. And then I walk <laughs> Uh, bait, ha- bait has turned back into a person, and he walks back onto the shore wet like Data after he discovers the, the hollow ship and the Baku planet in the middle of Star Trek Insurrection. Okay, well, that's an obvious edit point. Let's take all that out, please. <laughs> <laughs> bait is walking back onto the shore soaking wet. Okay, cool. There. Now you have two takes, so you can decide which one is better. <laughs> all right. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Cordell is uh, heading back into town. Um, in the distance, you can see, start to see like, uh, farmers and maybe a couple fishermen starting to come out towards the docks and the fields. Um, what, what is your guys' next move? Uh, bait walks back up and he says, so, uh, is there anything that we can discern that would link the ship's destruction to the beginning of this mess? Or are we just pushing on to Masak? I could not find anything except for one nosy crew member. And I kind of like turn around and stare at him. Uh, I believe our most prudent course of action would be to seek out Musak. All right, so where are we going? To adventure, and I just run away. So, <laughs> from what you guys recall, um, <laughs> you guys found him in the woods um, behind the Mage Lord Keep. Can we get there faster by taking the friendship? Can we, like, sail to a different point on the island, or is the town so far inland that that doesn't make sense? It's inland. Yeah, okay. that wouldn't work. Gotcha. Unfortunately. Um, all right. Uh, uh, in all our various treks to and from the village, were there ever any, like, 
stables, any places with like horses or carts that we could use. I know we found Roscoe's cart, so they exist, but yes, yeah, the uh, the stables are actually over by the uh, the blacksmith's uh, hut. Oh, so we'd have to go like back to the fucking town. Uh, if we're going back into Arianor, I do not want to be spotted. Okay, so I'm glad we're all on the same page. I mean, last time I tried to get us through a town without being spotted, I was ridiculed for my plan. Did so. it, did it, was it something to do with dragon wings again? Maybe. Am I am I missing an inside joke here? Uh, a very dark inside joke. Okay. Um, okay. So, I mean, if if what I was thinking, we, we would just dive into the woods. Do we have to go back to town? I think the issue with diving into the woods is we're going to burn a lot of daylight. I mean, ba I could blow my last wild shape on a bird and, like, just fly over the woods ahead of you guys and try to scout it out. But I can also fly. That's, ooh, that would be better than me blowing my last wild shape. For, like, ten minutes. Actually, I only need a short rest to get it back, so if we're going into the woods. Up to you guys. Um, I will say that the woods are... Like, on the other side of the town. So we're going there anyway. If you guys, like, try to actively, like, go out of your way around the town, it would definitely um, eat up a lot of time. Well, I guess we're going to town. Well, <clears throat> okay. Well, every time that we've stepped in there, uh, just the way we look has really gotten some unwanted attention. Is there anything on that boat that we could don that would make us sort of blend in? Are you saying I do not blend in? Yes, definitively, without question. Poppycock. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, don't understand why we're arguing about this. Is there any disguise material that we can avail ourselves of or in that fancy bag that you have there? Because that's a red flag. Uh, a leopard print flag. I don't have a ton <laughs> of stuff in the fancy bag currently. There's only a handful of things in there. Locke, do you have any thoughts? <laughs> My belt of cloud giant strength is probably also sticking out pretty heavily. <laughs> Bates just gonna walk up to the ship and shout to the to the to the guys who are like setting everything back down. Hey, um, we got beat up a little bit on the way in. Do you have anything any any fresh clothes that we could uh that that we could snag? We'll be happy to pay for it. We're like some cloaks or something. Um, the guy that uh was talking to you before, Culp, he uh. He scratches his head for a second and then pulls out um, three very plain-looking uh, cloaks. Uh, he looks at you all and kind of cracks a sly grin and says, That'll be uh, 300 gold. How about I just kill you instead? I, I want Locke to roll intimidation here. Uh -oh. <laughs> Bait is going to ready an action. What are, what are you readying? I'm putting my hand on the egg. <laughs> okay. I got a 19. The guy looks uh, visibly shaken, um, and he says, all right, all right, um, five gold then. Oh, fuck. Which of us has gold? I think I have some gold. Yeah, I think you two do. I don't know if Bait... De Bait definitely didn't in the last above board. I have nothing, so... We should have gold. There was a bag of gold, like, in the beginning, wasn't there? I think Cult has some... Well, you guys bought some stuff, so you guys should have a... I, I think currently have nine GP... So I will give okay. uh, uh, five of that here. He hands over uh, these uh, really dark gray, uh, kind of very tattered and gross looking uh, robes uh, and says, pleasure doing business and uh, goes back to his business on the boat. Um, 
the cloaks they they cover you guys like up enough although under very close scrutiny it's going to be very clear that you guys are outsiders so i i mean if we do want to start like being a little efficient about time here finally (laughs) sorry um we can just kind of say like if you two agree we're just trying to go into town undisguised and we just want to get to the undiscovered undiscovered thank you inconspicuously we are very much disguised yeah very disguised super disguised um just get to the horses and then try to make into the woods yes sir so, uh, as you guys start to uh, walk into town, um, it's pretty uneventful trip. You know, you guys are pretty familiar with it at this point. Um, you guys reach the, uh, the main uh, uh, center square of the town. Um, to your left, uh, you can see the road which will take you to the blacksmith. To the right, you can see uh, the path leading up to the Mage Lord Keep. Blacksmith. To the blacksmith, you guys go to this and to the stables. Give me one second here. Okay, so you guys, uh, uh, the the uh, the town square is you know pretty quiet, and you guys uh, head over towards the blacksmith's house. Um, the I guess furnace is uh, warm, like it was uh, just used. And mm-hmm. across the street, you see a bunch of stables, and you guys also see the cart trails that are uh, you guys saw on the first loop. Memories, right, friends? Yeah, from literally today. Well, kind of. Well, well uh, so I have a, an important biting question I wish to ask of you. Uh, if mm-hmm. you could not afford cloaks, what makes you believe that we, plural, could afford horses, plural? I have an idea. That is also Colin talking, so give me just a sec here. Is there, like, an obvious sign that says, like, horse rental, five copper an hour? <laughs> I don't know, like, at these stables? You don't you don't see any sign in the stables. The horses are just kind of chilling there, so, um, unattended. Okay, so I tried to cast this before, but the context was wrong. <laughs> Can I use Dominate Beast on a horse? Because it's a horse. <laughs> yes, you can. Okay, you, really you may to. dominate the horse. <laughs> I'm going to walk up to the stables and just be kind of like, you know, like putting my hand out, letting it sniff me, petting him down a bit, you know, friendly horse actions. And I'm going to cast uh, Dominate Beast. And uh, the horse needs to succeed on a, uh, on a wisdom saving throw. Okay. <laughs> That's a 12. 13's the save, so... Really? Okay. It's a wise-ass horse. I'm going to stare (laughs) deeply into this horse's eyes and look at it and say, Hey, this place fucking sucks, right? Let's get out of here. Let's go. Let's have an adventure. You want to whinny out in the open? Let's whinny out in the open. But, like, let's be chill about it, okay? And I coax the horse uh, out of the stable, and it just kind of follows us. Um, Okay. But there's no sense... That, like, I, as a person, am not physically doing anything. The horse is just sort of following me and trying to, you know, blend in Assassin's Creed I, I style. I lean over to Locke and like, do you normally speak to horses and like that? I uh, can't say I ever speak to horses, bud. Well, that was weird. <laughs> okay. So um, I, uh, I, so I walk over, I, I walk over with the horse to the group and it's like, all right, well, we've got ourselves a horse. All right, do it two more times. <laughs> what CR is a horse? 
You're getting ahead of me, Pat. <laughs> this is a challenge rating, uh, one half war horse. So I'm thinking that we don't need any more horses. Let's uh, I'm gonna let's, look over at bait. Let's step outside of the town before we take this next step, shall we? As you guys are Pat fucking uh, calling my shot, damn it. <laughs> as you guys are getting ready to uh, leave, um, you guys hear footsteps behind you, mm-hmm. and you see a mage lord patrol uh, mm-hmm. walking up towards you, lantern in hand. Uh, and he says to you, "Excuse me, um, we're uh, there, we had some missing items go, uh, disappear from the keep uh, not too long ago. You wouldn't happen to know anything about that, would you?" Sir, we are just fair travelers from a nearby island. I've yet to even see the keep. I'm, I'm, I'm very sorry. Um, is there anything we can do to help? Roll deception for me, Colin. Slash bait. How do you? Kn- uh, oh, 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 no! Did Colin just get us all killed? I think he got this guard killed. <laughs> oh no! Colin got a five. Hello, everybody. This is Colin. I am out of character and away from the table to bring you our first community sponsorship, Breakaway. So this little section here, going to try to take about three minutes to really shout out some of the partnerships and friendships that we've been making in the role-playing and podcast communities. We went in-depth about how this is going to work last week, so if you haven't listened to that episode, you should. Not because of the sponsorship stuff, but because it features four Nicholas Cages trying to reunite into a single Nicholas Prime. Maybe that's your thing? I don't know. Anyway, the first up to the plate is our good friends over at the Ironbound Chest. They're a podcast that dives deep into some sort of behind-the-scenes on D&D content creation and community members. And you know what? I'm just going to let them do the talking for me. Hello, listeners. My name is Austin Moraga, host of the Ironbound Chest a new interview podcast that focuses on discussing monthly topics relating to D&D and TTRPGs. Each week, I aim to bring on someone from around the community. Podcasters, streamers, world builders, writers, dice makers, map makers, mini painters, homebrewers, cosplayers, singers, artists, illustrators, crafters, collectors, creators, and listeners. The chest is slowly but surely being filled with amazing and wonderful things, and I invite you all to help me in this task. You can find me on Spotify and almost wherever you listen to podcasts. Just search for The Ironbound Chest. You can even find me on Twitter and Facebook. So I hope you take the time to listen and to help me add some wealth to The Ironbound Chest. So whenever you're done listening to us roll them bones, you can scoot on over to The Ironbound Chest, get a little bit of a bigger perspective on how these things are made and the people that are behind them. And I think you're going to have a very good time. Next up is a crew that I had uh, the delight of sitting down with. There's a new podcast on the block called Let's Remake a Movie. The concept is the crew sits down and takes a film and reimagines it with a different cast. So I was recently on an episode called Alien Rum Ham, where we reimagined the film Alien by Ridley Scott with the cast of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It is disturbing and hilarious and just all over the place. And I think we actually came up with an episode of Sunny I would really like to watch. They even have an episode called Inception, uh, where Inception is reimagined using Seth Rogen and his crew. Uh, It is a ton of fun. So really anywhere that you get your podcasts, you can look for Let's Remake a Movie or The Ironbound Chest. 
and give them some love and attention. So thank you to everyone in the community that's made this sort of thing possible. And for those listening to our show right here, right now, if you have any thoughts on how we're handling this, it's new to us and we're we're going to do our best to make these things quick and worth your time. You can always get in touch with us at Dice Populi on Twitter and Instagram or email us dicepopuli at gmail.com. But you know what? That's not the important part right now. What's important is what the hell is Bait going to do after rolling a five? The guard, uh, just the way you say it, you come across as like super nervous and, uh, you know, uh, very, very jittery very about your response. <laughs> he kind of turns his head quizzically like, I, I'm going to need to ask all of you to uh, stand to the side for me real quick. Uh, stand to the side where? Also, my concentration on this spell is going to run out real soon. So like if I'm not allowed to be next to the horse calming it down, this could go shit. I, I say I would, but what the hell is that? And I will summon U- gay behind the behind the guy <laughs> fucking brilliant what is i have to ask what is involved with like summoning Uge uh, again? no so he's already summoned he's just in a pocket dimension um so i kind of can just like snap my fingers and he's back I, I mean i say snap my fingers i can just like will him into existence i'm pretty sure basically at any point okay um, as an action, you can temporarily dismiss your familiar. It disappears into a pocket dimension. Alternately, you can dismiss it, dismiss it forever, and I can bring it back whenever I want it. It can reappear in any unoccupied space within 30 feet of me. Good to know. Um, so Uge uh, reappears with like his uh, his nar- his like uh, weird tentacle noises, and uh, you know the, whatever noise that you do. Yeah, exactly that. And uh, the guard looks uh, freaked the fuck out. And then Bait says, oh my god, a monster! And he runs off into the woods with the horse. Mage lords, protect us! Do something with my tax dollars as I run away. <laughs> Locke, what do you do? I'm just going to follow without saying anything. Uh, once I get about 30 feet away, I will dismiss Uge. <laughs> Okay, so uh, you guys all get about 30 feet away while the guard is preoccupied with Uge. Um, when you go to make him disappear, um, the guard turns around and yells after all of you, Hey, hey, get back here. Suck my dick, copper. And I run oh away. <laughs> all right, not not great, but let me ask, which uh, out of the two of you, who's better at riding a horse? Time is of the essence. I have never ridden a horse before. Okay, Locke, have you ridden a horse? No, sir. All right, get on Dan Barry here. All right, that's his name. We established it in conversation. Don't worry about it. Who horse? And then I turn into a horse, and then I like Buck and Winnie beckoning cult to get I on my back. jump on the back of my friend. I get on Dan Barry. I fucking bolt. I'm a one quarter challenge rating, uh, sixty foot speed riding horse. That me. Locke, I need you... Uh, how long does the concentration last on Dominate Beast? Uh, Dominate Beast lasts a minute, but it's also concentration, so me wild shaping, it's definitely dropped it. It's still a riding horse, so as long as Locke knows how to handle it. It's a war horse, my guy. It is it is a war horse. I need... Yeah, Locke, I'm going to need you to roll uh, animal, animal handling well, for me. Technically to, speaking, uh, you can hold concentration during a wild shape. I know, but it's been more than a minute. It's been a minute. <laughs> Yikers, that is an eight plus one, nine. I mean, it's a trained horse, right? I mean, it's, it's a bit of a rocky relationship between you and this horse. Can I just like grab onto it for dear life? Yeah, 
That's basically like, what's going to happen. It's it just and... going to start sprinting, and you're not like fully seated in the in the saddle. Um, I'm, I'm imagining the A team theme playing as Locke is just like ah! on the horse. <laughs> I'm imagining me like with my arms around its neck and my legs like dangling off a little bit. Yep, yep, that's what <laughs> yeah. I pictured as well. Um, for the record, I had matched your uh, your nice. you rolled a nine there. So gotta like, say right. we roll like shit, and I am such a fan of the fact that. Matt rolls all his DCs instead of setting them. Uh, otherwise, this would be a very yeah. different adventure. <laughs> it's about 50-50 when I do that. Yeah. Um, okay, so you guys start to follow uh, the cart tracks back um, into the woods. And, you know, this is a very familiar path uh, at this point. Um, you guys are heading back towards uh, the cave. And after probably uh, a couple hours of uh, riding horseback, you guys do eventually uh, make it back to the um, the wagon, and you, uh, where you guys first got the lantern. Bait says, "Oh, uh, actually, bait can only be in wild shape for three hours. Has it been three hours? Last time we got here in two by walking. Then we'll say, uh, I guess, one hour. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, yeah. So you guys are um, back at that wagon." Um, as you guys, uh, I assume that you guys uh, want to look around, I guess. Does it seem, because uh, we've already investigated this place, uh, and now we kind of had, I think we've learned at some point that these were mage lords that had been, like, assaulted or something like that in the woods by the bandits, right? Or am I making that up? That is correct. Yeah. Um, so. There had been a, uh, from what you recall, there had been a fight at uh, the mouth of the cave. You guys saw the signs of the scuffle, a little bit of blood on the ground. Um, but you guys chose to go into the cave. So maybe we should follow the footsteps uh, of the people that didn't go in the cave. Or I guess uh, they must have... I mean, they didn't go into the cave, evidently, because we never found them, so they must be leading away. I probably should be saying this is called. We should follow the tracks of the bandits that were here. Yeah? Uh, agreed. That was, that was the horse agreeing in a very dolphin-like sound, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, let's have you guys roll uh, survival. I'll give you guys advantage this time because you've been here already and you kind of know what you're looking for. Do I still roll survival? Because I'm not really making... I guess no. I'm, I'm definitely... Horses, okay. horses, you, you no. <laughs> <laughs> horses, no. <laughs> uh, I got a 16. I got okay. Uh, what was that, yeah. 11? Okay. Even with advantage, um, you suck. Yeah, ten and an eleven. Yeah, yeah. That's. I think that's good enough, especially with the sixteen. Um. So, uh, you guys start to uh, follow the uh, footsteps yet again, um, and brings you to the mouth of the cave. And this time, you guys uh, uh, kind of go off to the side, and you, uh, you know, you're going through the underbrush, uh, following uh, what appears to be the trail of a couple dragged bodies. Um, eventually, you all uh, get to the edge of a small clearing. Um, let's have everybody roll perception. Are you still in horse form, Bait? Y- yes, I am. Okay. I'm horsing it up over here, me and Dan okay. Perry. I'll let you roll a perception, too. Do horses have good perception? Let's find out. I got an 11. A uh, 6. A uh, 2 plus 4. Got a 19. <laughs> <laughs> the horse wins. Um, okay. My beady eyes see all things. Uh, can you say that in horse? <laughs> Tell me, bait, what do your horse eyes see? <laughs> 
<laughs> you have no idea what the hell he's saying. This is disgusting. Um, all right, so you guys see um, ahead of you uh, what appears to be a wooden fence. Um, and ahead of it, you can see some people uh, meandering around, and they appear to be dressed the same as the bandits that you saw before. Um, you guys have successfully found the bandit camp. Fuck yeah. Um, I'm gonna, and I mean, like, obviously, Cult has not been doing any of the directing. I've been, he's just been riding. So I'm going to uh, just step behind a tree, as big a tree as I can. Uh, so that the I'm out of line of sight, and I'm just going to turn back into bait. Uh, if Cult falls to the ground, oops, I guess. But I'm just going <laughs> to... So I imagine you getting behind a tree and, like, your head coming out one side and your ass on the other. No! Because what tree... Lengthwise! What tree is going to... Face against the tree! <laughs> They'll never see now. <laughs> Sorry, that's just too funny to me. We, we broke Ryan. <laughs> just the pinnacle of stealth. <laughs> um, Matt, I think you understand what I was saying. How, however that plays out, I step behind a tree, conceal myself as much as possible, and I turn back into an elf. Just for shits and giggles, roll stealth for me as a horse. <laughs> oh, no. Good clock. Good clock. Good clock. 18. Okay, you're still a fucking horse trying to hide <laughs> behind a tree, so it doesn't do you too much big, well. But I guess your your hooves trees? your hooves are uh, I guess you're quiet when you walk over behind the tree um, with a little seen poop. A tree, Colin. Yeah, if a tree is like three feet wide, a horse could hide behind it. If it's like in a you know face well, right against there it aren't in a straight any line. Three foot trees. Okay, I didn't know that. <laughs> Do you think most trees are three feet wide? If we're in a big untamed forest, I feel like there's got to be one. He only knows forests from Endor, uh, from Star Wars. So, <laughs> <laughs> And also, that's completely dependent on you being exactly on the angle that somebody would be looking at you from. That, but we can see the people that like I oh. am able to make that decision. You but can if, see some of the people. So it's funny that y'all say that because you still all rolled like shit with your perception checks. Um, <laughs> right. With That's a what poof. I'm saying. Yep. Bates with a, saw with the village. I rolled a 19. You turn back into the um, you turn back into the uh, bait that you are, I guess. <laughs> um <laughs> And you go to open your mouth as a bit of warning. Um, but then all of a sudden you see a couple bandits pop up out of the brush that you had seen, but the others had not. Uh, and they uh, have spears pointed at you all. And uh, one of them, a woman, says, okay, who, who are you? This is Danbury. <laughs> oh, my God. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> He's a horse. And I'm not. Don't worry about that. I'm going to look over at Carlton and be like, Psst, go. Get the bark. Oh, yeah. Fiddle around with my pack a little bit, and I bring up the bark. Uh, Musak would want to see us. Uh, she takes a close look at the bark and then uh, motions to the other uh, bandit guy um, to lower their spears. And she says, uh, I, I don't know how you got that, but... Uh, if Musak gave it to you personally, then uh, I, I suppose you're, you must be all right. Come on in. And she, uh, they lead you over to a, uh, a section of the wall, and she knocks on it three times, and it slides open. 
Um, inside, you see what appears to be a pretty bustling uh, village. You see uh, kids running around. Um, you see uh, some people just hanging out, um, you know, kind of wrestling, doing their <laughs> thing. Um, and at the um, at the other end of the encampment, you see what appears to be a large hut. And the woman uh, starts to uh, walk Here. towards that way. Well, I guess we follow. Okay. Or at least I do. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of hanging back, by the way. Locke, are you still on Danbury? Uh, I guess not. <laughs> we caught Pat snacking! <laughs> we took Tums, idiot. <laughs> the Tums return! Um, what's, uh, what's Danbury doing? I guess, I guess this is canon Being now. horse and stuff, <laughs> I guess. I guess I'll, I'll ask, is there anywhere I could tie up my horse? Uh, the one, uh, the other, uh, guard, he, or bandit, he, uh, takes a horse and ties him off to a post near the front and says, uh, he'll be fine there. I'm gonna, like, pat his head a little bit and say, good horsey. Okay. Um. I am 12. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think Bate's gonna say to Locke, like, hey, are you any good at cracking backs? Colt's ass is bony as hell and I've got a wicked knot. (laughs) What? What? (laughs) You were just sitting on my back for hours. Come on, man. I need a little help. Search me out. <laughs> okay, I can I can try. Um, Should right. I roll strength for this? I think, okay, are you proficient in medicine? No. Then just do a straight strength check I mean, for cracking me. Cracking backs is far from medicine. <laughs> Especially well, what Locke has planned. If he has some kind, of, uh, <laughs> some kind of medical expertise, I imagine if he was proficient in that. I would give him the proficiency. I got bonus. a twenty-two. Oh my god! Okay, yeah, you crack his fucking back, and with like a loud pop, um, oh, <laughs> oh my spine. god! <laughs> All right, guys, I know that that plan went off pretty well, but fuck, is that the last time I'm gonna be a horse for either one of you? Nope. Whew. To be fair, that was your plan. It was my plan, and I'm taking responsibility for it. But putting my hoof down on that, not again. <laughs> You guys head into the uh, big hut in the end. And as you guys uh, walk in, uh, you see Masak sitting uh, around a fire. And to the right, you see uh, this other big, big, burly uh, bandit who is holding uh, two mage lords by the scruff. And uh, Masak is asking. Uh, you hear Masak asking these uh, mage lords, what are you doing in our lands? You have no business here. And that's when you guys walk in. Uh, hello? Uh, he turns his head and he, uh, you know, looks over to the uh, the woman bandit who led you guys in and says, what's the meaning of this? We have uh, intruders, more intruders in our uh, territory. I hold up the birch bark. As you pull out the birch bark, um, he his eyes seem to go a bit wide. Um, and he asks, how did you get this? This is from my staff. We should talk outside of Mage Lord Ears. Uh, he motions to uh, the big burly bandit, um, and he drags the uh, two Mage Lords uh, away. And uh, he motions to the three of you to sit down um, at the fire. Ooh, I sit down. So do we, like, roll history to see who does the recap? How do we handle this? <laughs> <laughs> I think we um, just... I think he, he turns him. to Cult because Cult has the 
um, the birch the bark. bark. Um, he says, how did you get this? This is obviously from my staff. I want to preface this by saying it will be quite hard to understand on the onset. But you gave this to us yourself today, just not the today that we are in currently. It seems we are stuck in some form of time loop. We have, we have, this is our third day that is this day. You're planning an attack on the Mage Lord City, correct? Uh, as you mentioned that, you see a couple of the other uh, bandits that are uh, in the hut at the doors. They start uh, murmuring. And Masak raises an eyebrow, but doesn't say anything. It is planned for the evening, correct? Well, I am here to tell you, when you attack this evening, something will occur. Some mysterious force will cause the day to reset and re-begin. For some reason, me and my compatriots seem to be immune to the effect, at least to some extent. Everybody else seems to forget what happened. We seem to be burdened with knowledge, it seems. Uh, Bait is going to look straight at Masak. Uh, let me know if you want me to like roll religion or something, but okay. uh, I think Bait's decent familiarity with the Pantheon here. He's just going to look at the, uh, at the leader and say, this strange distortion of time, has this ever happened before? Masak turns to you, Bait, and he says, in all my years, I have never heard of such a thing happening. However... Uh, given that the the mage lord interest in uh, you know magical artifacts and what have you and them having them meddling in the affairs of everyone, it wouldn't surprise me if they have uh, at least some part in this puzzle. So you're saying there could be some magical interference Magic. on the part of the mage lords? Well, uh, to be honest, I have no idea what's going on, but. Uh, the only way, if what you say is true, and I gave you this bark, then past me trusted current you to meet future me, if that makes sense. None of this makes sense, but we all sort of get the gist. Locke is going to look down at his fingers and, like, try to count out all of the the timelines. Nate's going to, like, pat his back, just like, it's okay, it's okay. How far are you in your interrogation of the Mage Lord uh, that you captured? Uh, They've been here for about uh, ten minutes or so, about. Perhaps they may have some answers to these questions. They must know something that is going on. Um, well, if, uh, if you want to question them, I, I would ask that you refrain from killing them. Mm. Uh, you know, dead people can't really wow, give- Wow, he's fucking got your number dialed in, Information. Call. Well, I mean- How do you feel about a couple of fingies? <laughs> a couple of fingies? Uh, do you have any of their- So were there just these two, or there others? It was just, uh, these two. They were operating- uh, we captured them from the cart uh, in front of the cave. Yes, maybe it is a good idea to interrogate them properly. Listen, Locke, if uh, you were able to get some time with Laurie, I think that Byron is going to be our best course of interrogation. I need to go recuperate for a short while, if you two think that you can do this without me, which I'm sure you think you can, and you probably can. I'm not upset. 
You want me to go get Byron? No, I'm saying you know about Byron. You got to hang oh, out with Laurie. Okay. You clearly okay. figured out this gotcha. crazy conspiracy somehow. But if we're going to figure out what's going on, By- Byron is the Let's key. Let's just call it a little bit of Dragonborn ingenuity. Dragonborn ingenuity it is. Put that on your <laughs> character sheet. But Byron's definitely at the center of all this. Um, Chief Masak, is there a place where I could rest my, uh, rest my legs for just a short while? I suppose uh, uh, he points over to one of the uh, the bandits at the door, um, and they somehow magically pull out a uh, a fur uh, mattress, or I guess a blanket or whatever. It says, oh, that's dope you may rest shit. on this. Wait, uh, wait, I look at it. Is that, is that fur? God dang it, it is beta vegan. Uh, yes. <laughs> you know what? Today's not going to have happened anyway, so fuck it. And he goes and plops down on the mattress. <laughs> so uh, you're looking to take a short rest, correct? Correct. Is... And Bait exits the episode. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> do uh, do uh, Locke and uh, Cult want to take a short rest as well? Oh, I am ready. Yeah, I'm I'm ready to go. I'm ready to break some thingies. I haven't used anything so far. Ha <laughs> ha. Okay. Um, so, uh, the chief says, well, we'll, uh, we'll let your friend rest for now, but let me, let me take you to the mage lords that we captured. And he, uh, brings you to outside, um, where the large bandit is, uh, still holding, um, the two, the two mage lords. And they look, uh, pretty, pretty beaten up. Um, one of them is kind of slumped, but the other one is visibly conscious. And uh, as you guys walk over, uh, the Major Lord spits at the chief's feet. Oh, gross. I'm going to cast Healing Word on the unconscious one. Okay. Uh, Go ahead and, I guess, roll held it. D4. Uh, That's four plus one. Five hit points back. I love it. Um, So, uh, as you... What what word do you say? Like, as you... uh, go to bring this uh, one mage lord back. Taxation. (laughs) And with with a jolt, the mage lord just kind of wakes up and is like, and then he sees everybody uh, in front of them. Um, He says, I'll never reveal anything to you, you bandit scum. Is this the one that just came came conscious? Yes. Oh, well, I don't need you to say anything. Uh, if you require, I can make your corpse tell me everything it need, everything I want. Is that more willing, fitting for you? Would you do you prefer death? I brought you back. The mage lord goes uh, silent as uh, he just stares at you in the eye. Uh, the other one, who was previously awake, um, calls out to uh, the chief. As soon as uh, the commander hears of this, he will no doubt burn this entire village to the ground. Well, I guess he will never hear of it. All we have done is try to protect these people. You say you have been trying to protect these people, and yet you've been kidnapping their children. What? What are you talking about? We know about Byron. Who is Byron? I have no idea what you're talking about. The man you kept... You keep, rather... In the basement of your so-called keep, uh, that old man who is a prisoner was just 11 years old not too long ago. 
the mage lord, both mage lords look visibly confused by what you're saying. Can I roll insight? Insight. Yes, you can. Can I do that as well? Yes. Bates having a good nap in case you guys were wondering. Just throwing that out there. I got a 19. Yeah, I got less than okay. that, so yeah. There is nothing that's indicating that they're lying. Well, I guess this interrogation's about to get a little more intimate. I mean, to be fair, Destiny is boring, and people that play it are also boring. So <laughs> Destiny is not boring. Oh Destiny, okay, God. Pat. Here's this. Here's the problem. Destiny was very boring for a very long time. <laughs> it was, but it is not anymore. Is it's the not point. anymore. Destiny's in a really if, good spot. It has been for a bit now. But holy shit, did it suck! If the game is only fun when you're playing with like a full roster of people and you're only enjoying it because but it's not. of the people that's there. Then it's a bad game, though. It's I mean, that's not. that's uh, Ryan. That's what Borderlands is to me. You literally also described D and D. I mean, well. <laughs> D and I don't have to pay for really. I could just make that with my mind. Yes, you do. <laughs> hey, guess what? Destiny's free to play, motherfucker. Yeah, the base yeah. version, but, not yeah, all the fun stuff that people actually want to play. But that's all going to be oh included in game. How much pass. have you spent on dice and fucking yeah. books? Also, and... Ryan, uh, sorry to blow a hole in your theory. I will play Destiny single player. A couple times a week, probably. Yeah, it's but that fun. that that goes with my it's... premise that it's for boring people, Colin. Yeah. <laughs> got me there. You walked yeah. into that one. Fucking yeah. got me there. Wow. I want to rebut, but I've literally been sitting inside for four and a yeah. half months, and the biggest thing I just did was shave the beard that I let grow for four and a half months. Wait, sir, are you uh, are you like freshly shaved now, or like no? no I just brought it back it. down to like the normal. Get an beard, Instagram, like, and you'll gotcha. see it. Okay. Oh well. 